Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. He's here fiddling with the knobs, baby face Joel Solomon, as always. He is producing this disaster of a show and joining me, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Pauly Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Oh, my God, Brother Bry. There's so much going on. I mean, first I need to point out extrapoints.com. You three give picks every single day. Doesn't want, doesn't really matter what's going on in the sports gambling world. That happens uh, every day. Uh, is there any news? I'm not sure. I DVR'd all of uh, Twitter and X yesterday. I'm not sure if there, is there any new sports gambling. <laughs> Harry, can you explain what's going on with these sports books? Are you able I'll let to? you do it. You know, I can't figure it out. <laughs> I did say, I wish I could explain to Harry what this means to us and everybody, but it would just take us to the middle of um, the football season, I think. So forget yeah. about it. But anyway, enjoy the next hour, at least of us. Uh, we have uh Pauly kid, hard knocks. Pretty good. I thought I actually, you know, it was, um, it was basically an Aaron Rodgers love fest, less about the jets, but I get it. Um, and uh, I liked it. And it makes me yeah. think like Aaron Rodgers, maybe, but that's, that's probably what he's like. Why does he want yeah. everyone to think he's a weirdo? <clears throat> like put, no, I, I'd want cameras on me all the time. If I'm Aaron Rodgers. I I've been saying that. I know you guys have been a little bit of uh, Rodgers detractors over the years. Haven't been huge fans. I've always said Rodgers is uh, his own person. I, I think he's great. Uh, I think this really highlights the type of person he is. seems like he's a really good teammate. Uh, I thought that watching some of the quarterback aspects of this thing, him giving a couple tips mm-hmm. here or there, were fantastic. Uh, I think it was very smart for them. I would think they're going to probably go away from Rodgers now after this yeah. first episode, I'm sure. Maybe he'll still be featured, but I think we're going to see some more from some other guys I would I would expect. But an uh, excellent, excellent first episode. Uh, I'm kind of all in on the Jets right now. I don't, I know. I don't know. Maybe this, this gives happens. me a false impression. It is true. But this I do have some happens. other comments. I, I wrote down a list of things I could talk about <clears throat> Oh, I did too. Here. Well, listen, one, I mean, thing I know, so. one, one thing I know you didn't like is when he and Sauce developed that handshake and it ended up in them smoking a fake blunt. <laughs> I know you don't like that, Parlor Kids. If that's the real Aaron Rodgers. No, I, look, I, I, uh, I like it a lot. Um, I just, uh, you know, again, this is the honeymoon phase. Let's, let's remember everything's great. He's not even playing. And, uh, you know, maybe sauce Gardner and everyone reminding him how old they were when he was started is going to wear on him a little bit. You know, maybe Hmm. some of these conversations, it won't be, uh, as a (laughs) Tory in the middle of the year, but I liked it a lot. Uh, Bra- Harry, you had to like Garrett Wilson catching donuts, right? Was that your favorite part? <laughs> I like the blunt thing, too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 you know, I, I'm a fan of Salah. I, I love this guy as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not so sure I'm sold on the Jets overall here, uh, but uh, Van Axel looked old. That was interesting when he had Sauce Gardner graduated. <laughs> Curtis Martin okay. didn't look so old, but even yeah. Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett somehow weaseled his way on the show. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. What a weasel. Get lost, Garrett. Get uh we yeah. already got a Garrett. It's featured. It's Garrett Wilson. Yeah. We don't need to be there. Yeah, I liked oh, um yeah, the cameos, right? So because they had the Hall of Fame game. You know, it's weird, yeah. Bri, when uh Liv Schreiber, who we're fans yeah. of, yeah. right? He shows like- up in a in a helicopter. And um, they didn't show the other players' reactions because I am almost guaranteed the other players. No idea who he was. Yeah, who the hell is this Uh, in a helicopter? Is this Beyonce getting (laughs) off this helicopter? And luckily, Aaron Rodgers managed expectations a little and said, "No, this is the voice of uh, this voice of God. This voice of Hard Knock." So yeah, well, it's like, oh, it's funny. I've been a huge. I mean, I've been a huge fan of Liam Schreiber for a while because he he. I mean, he did the twenty four sevens and all that. He was always great and. A lot of people didn't even know that was him, right? For years, they didn't really. You'd see his name pop up, and you're like, "This doesn't sound like the actor, right? This guy right. is somebody different." So, so Robert Salad didn't even know yesterday that it was him <laughs> on the Hard Knocks. Yeah. But that, that, I will say that's the problem I have when you watch this, though. 
And I do yeah. give like I give credit to Rogers and some people. I, I like the guys who understand history around thing. They know who the sure. old players yes. are. Like you have yeah. the when when I mean, Rodney Harrison basically had to introduce himself to Sauce Gardner. But right. you would think these guys watch enough football that like, all right, even if I didn't see Rodney Harrison play, mm-hmm. I've seen him on NBC before. That, right. I know who that is. Like, but he had nah. no idea. I mean, he had. To, but. I do appreciate the guys who know guys. And like, you can tell even when Rogers was saying Liv Shriver's here, like the other guy, the other quarterbacks, and they, they had no idea like really who he was. Yeah. It was kind of pathetic. He's like, please say hi to Liv Shriver. Please say, and like coach, come on, go say hi, go yeah. hack it. Come on. Why, why are you yeah. doing this? He's shy. Go say, go say something to him. Oh, I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm, I'm just so anxious to talk about this. I mean, obviously yeah. they would, they would know if it was a TikTok personality, well, they would know the who thing. the heck we, it is. We, we so, were I mean, coming off of method man, method man and the hugs and high fives. I mean, that's why it's a little bit of a challenge for HBO to get a a character in there who moves the needle enough that the players are interested, right? And uh, Liv Shriver helicoptering in wasn't um, going to do that, I don't think, for 95% yeah. of the staff. But um, anyway, that, By the way, that was, part uh, was method, good. Method Man looked like he could play linebacker, didn't he? Darren? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he looked pretty looked good. good. Method looked Man. Good. I did. Yeah, got one of the original um, guests co-hosts on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Method Man, in that first year. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's yeah. right. It was good. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know where we want to start. Like, uh, I mean, you know, the, the song, I wrote down so many things. Yeah. Sauce graduating so Cincinnati was nice. Um, you know, the all the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I like that they addressed the Hackett Payton thing um, yeah. by, by from from everyone. Uh, what else? I thought it was funny when they asked Aaron Rodgers and he answered correctly. Who other than you has, who has the best no look pass on this team? And of course he has to say Zach Wilson. I mean, what's he going to say? If he says, if he says Breeze <laughs> Hall, he's in trouble. No, you, gotta, you better say the other quarterback. You better give him some love. But uh, I don't know, Parley kid. What'd you think of that quarterback interaction just in general? Well, I, I loved it. Um, you know, I loved them. I loved those some of those drills with, uh, you know, hit the blue square, hit the the right. red square, right? Uh, Rogers throwing it deep into uh, the basket. I wonder how many takes that took, but I mean, yeah, um, one, maybe it was one. just one. I one. mean, it, you know, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I love that stuff. I, I love the fact because you, you got to remember, I thought at one time when Love was drafted, uh, I thought Rogers wasn't uh, really accommodating into right. We were told. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to really be accommodating into helping yeah. uh, love uh, develop. Um, right. Obviously, Wilson's not a threat to his job, uh, and he's not going to be around here too uh, long. So I think he'd love to be able to pass some knowledge on to Wilson. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing that already. I think Garrett uh, Wilson looks like a great young receiver. I mean, we know he is, but yeah. you watch him. Uh, he looks fantastic. I think they already have a good uh, rapport going with, with Rodgers. I do think... I wonder, you know, as a coach myself, son, I don't know these guys are among men. I Mm. do think, and and this might be soft on my part because I, you know, I'm not really against this type of stuff, but I don't think the curse, the coaches had to be dropping F-bombs every three seconds. I was just going to say the opposite. I was just going to say I love it. You like it, right? No, but because we've gone through three months of not hearing it and, and with the Stephen A. Smiths and everybody else and the Colin Cowards and just dancing around it. But I kind of it makes me feel like football season is here. No, and when, I get when that I, when I hear right? it. Yeah. I, I get that. But like even yeah. on the wall, right in the in the right. linebackers room, it says BMF. Yeah. You know what that stands for? Bad mother. You know what? Right. right, right, so right. Yeah. It's just all around. And I I just I don't know. Is it? It's a hundred percent necessary. You know like, kid, I, I, I'm in a, I, I grow up, look, I, it, I've lit kids in middle school up with F bombs once in a while in yeah. a private setting. Uh, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, come on, you got to get your, you know, right. Whatever into gear here. Some, sometimes, <laughs> what, what, some what pe- is it? What? <laughs> sometimes they need it, but like, I don't know, like, you know, like a good comedian who doesn't have to yeah. curse to get his, his, Seinfeld his joke. Is the, uh, gold you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think coaches can still get their messages across without every other word being an f bomb. Like these are supposed to be intelligent it, men; they don't need to do it. You know All what? I get it. Sometimes it's necessary because so right. what you need it when you need it when you need to break it out. 
It sure. should mean something. It's like parenting. But when it gets yeah. said all the time, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything. So well, that, I, my I understand little coaching it. critique, that's it. I wonder, I wonder though, Parlor Kid, maybe this isn't the sport for you. I mean, Spain-Netherlands <laughs> kicks off um, tomorrow night if you want in the women's soccer. If, no, uh, you, you know I Darren, love the just... toxic masculinity of all this. How I love Darren, it. it is what it is. I'm it's, not it's... the one against that stuff. I know. <laughs> I love that stuff. I love the toxic oh, love masculinity. Right. I know. It's I great. love it. But I don't Darren. think you always, I think there's I'm a way just, to get your point across. Well, these are I'm intelligent like, men. They're intelligent. Let, they speaking don't of intelligent men, Darren, Harry it's wants just to common, say It's just yeah. common lexicon. That's it. Oh, see? It is. There you go. It's common, it's common. lexicon. Joel, did yeah. you know that it was common lexicon? <laughs> common, yeah. You look these words up, they're in the dictionary, <laughs> common lexicon. Common yeah. rapper is uh, going to helicopter in, I think, in episode two. And lexicon, I don't know. I didn't even know of that bird. All right, so <laughs> what else do we want to say about this? Uh, uh, well, yeah, I, I think overall, you, I, give, I give it a B plus. I liked it. I love, I love that too. back. I give I give Demarcus a three out of ten on oh, the really national like anthem. Really, yeah, they loved it. I, I mean, look, good for it was a nice surprise, but yeah. um, I, I didn't see it. I didn't really watch that part of the game with Demarcus Ware singing the national either. anthem. Yeah, that was so the first I was time ca- I saw. Caught it. off guard, and I thought there was a time that you know, even though people are like, oh, it's pretty good. I could have sworn some guys were laughing on the sideline. When yeah, they they no, they weren't. Like, I, I, I could have sworn. I'm like. This, I think those guys are really laughing they at him. They weren't going to show it. They, uh, had, they had to really <laughs> dig to find some complimentary. over under three minutes, 45 seconds? It seemed like it went on forever. He went slow. He went slow. Listen, uh, these days, if, if someone sings the anthem and there's no controversy, I'm just thrilled. You know, just like, okay, good. Get, get it out of the way and and great. Um, but you know no what? There, what, what about, I'm, I'm very curious what, what Parlay Kid thought of the motivational speech to kick off the show because. Awesome. I thought I it was awesome, though. I thought it was awesome, John. It's a great question. I thought the crows that was, and the eagles. The crows the crow, are going to a lot of crow. a lot of crows. So yeah. The Jets or the Eagles? That's just what screwed uh, yeah. me up a little. The Jets or the Eagles, Bry? And the Eagles? Who uh, are the well, Eagles? I, yeah, I yeah. thought that was a little uh, between that and Salah just going back and having to read it. I know it's tough, but if that's going to be your first like main motivational thing, just right, keep right, looking right. down at the screen, and it's like it's not. It doesn't sound as genuine from Salah. And that that would be the problem I had in general with the episode. Is like, if I'm a Jets fan, you are like, mm-hmm. this is, this, I mean, Salah's going like Goo Goo Gaga over Rodgers. This is a very weird dynamic where it's like your quarterback is by, it, your quarterback almost seems like your coach, right? After you watch right. this, you're like, oh my mm-hmm. God, Salah. Like, yeah. and I think Salah is a good coach, but when you watch this, I thought in the first episode, I didn't yeah. think he, he, I think he came across the worst as like, okay. oh, wait, this is our, Interesting. I, I don't know. That's our quarterback. That's our guy. Right, I know. That's, that's our right. guy. Yes, that's our guy. It was like but, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah I know. Well, but Barley, but I'm thinking like that Crow Eagle thing, Brian, might have been like a 20 minute speech that they oh, used yeah, 40 seconds yeah, of. Very, so that's why he's looking at the Very true. Very true. Uh, I mean, that's very, po- that's very possible. Sure. I've just heard, I've heard, I've heard high school coaches though, like, give it like sure. sound a little better. Right. It just sounded like a little, I, I, mm. I like the, you know, I like the idea of it. The Eagles thing was confusing, but I like the idea yeah, of it. The it Jets just didn't come the Eagles. across. So the Eagles it didn't came have, like, in second place. With it. I don't know. Yeah, I know. He, he should have had, to, he should have done it again. He should have told the cameras to come back. Just do his <laughs> ISO single on me. Don't, don't, you know, work. That's in what the, the hundred percent. That That's what yeah. they should have done. Yeah. Right. I give it, I, I agree with you. B plus on this, and uh, you know, Sal I thought was great though overall. Even when the the Ch- uh, the Chad Ch- Ch- Surratt had that interception mm-hmm. in the game against Cleveland, he stole my line. He, he just stole my line. Just saying, just saying. Oh, he did. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, he stole my line. Oh, okay. So he would have okay. gotten an A minus if uh, if uh, otherwise. Okay. I, yeah, I give that episode <clears throat> an A minus. I thought that was mm-hmm. really good. I thought I do like the fact that I think it's kind of. And what we have to understand, and this is what I like about a show like this, is because we don't know these people, right? And mm-hmm. I know you can't get a full read. Like, people can be phonies on camera and stuff like sure. that. But, you know, we spent a year last yeah, year. look at Harry's us. videos every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm not falling for Rogers yet, Darren. Rogers seemed great, but I'm not falling for Rogers. I, I just phony in my book. I think Rogers looks good, though. I think he physically yeah. looks healthier now yes. than he yeah. used to. 
Um, I think he's put on some muscle. He just looks better. But we spent a year last year, the whole me, everybody in media up until just recently with, with Peyton mm. of killing this guy Hackett, right? You kill this guy. Like, and we just assume, boy, this guy Hackett's a total jerk, right? Like the, mm. You just assume like, man, this guy's a bum. But then you see him and you're like, you realize that these guys are people. They they mm. they really are invested in this stuff. Like this say is the their F life. Word, Darren, you know you want to say <laughs> it. <laughs> these guys He's a are fucking so human beings. There you go. There you go. He, right, but they they're like, but they're good. Most of the time, they turn out to be where they seem like they're good guys and they love the sport. Yeah, and we just crush them all the time. Oh yeah, it's done. Um, yeah, but yeah, it we seems got nothing. Like- we got nothing better to do. But yeah, no. And listen, we've seen it a million times. A guy could be a great coordinator, and yeah, not, exactly, uh, and a bad just head a coach. Bad coach. I mean, I mean yeah. Cowboys I mean, are full of those guys. Probably he did to, poke you know, Aaron Rodgers in the rear end with <clears> the pencil at one time. Yes. I thought that was interesting. That was yeah. Harry's favorite part. <laughs> well, I do want to. Um, I do wonder, and you wow. know, we're gonna dip into all these uh, pro football futures by the end. Of the month we're going to do college next week and then we go right into pros but as far as coach of the year i feel like we could jump into coach of the year odds right now on caesars now what do you guys think did robert salas crow eagle speech help his run at coach of the year for 2023 2024 i look at caesars the odds have arthur smith and dan campbell at the top at 10 to 1. Arthur Smith of the Falcons, Dan Campbell of the Lions. Robert Sala is at 16 to 1. Harry, who do you have? I think you are a Dan Campbell guy because you have the Lions going far. Yeah, as we all know, at, at, at 10 to 1, Campbell, I'm all in on Detroit this season. And a lot has to do with how Campbell has adjusted from a three win season in 2021 to nine wins last year. They were eight and two in their last 10. He's confident with Jared Goff. As his quarterback moving forward, drafting Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Michigan royalty a year ago was the right move for their improving defense. I'm all in on Detroit. I love Campbell. These players love playing for him. Campbell at 10 to 1. All right. Now, so for him to do this, because now I looked at the previous winners and um, Dayball is an outlier, really getting it as a wild card, a nine, seven and one team, you know. Uh, usually the winners are of teams who get the the one seed or at least win their division. Campbell has to win his division, Harry. He can't, the Lions, I don't think, can sneak in as a wild card with their expectations being what the, what they are this year. Um, I mean, they're I supposed agree. to win the division, right? I agree. I mean, look what they did. Like I said, the eight and two didn't in the last 10. They knocked Green Bay out of the playoffs in the last game of the regular season. Still didn't get, a, still didn't get coach of the year. Yeah. Uh, so, he will probably have to win the NFC North, but the NFC North is absolutely up for grabs with uh, obviously Rogers out of uh, yeah. out no. of Green Bay and Minnesota losing a bunch of players. Sure. But they're favorite. They're favorite to win it, right? They, I mean, so he has yeah. to. I think he has to win it because I'm looking at the nine. Brian, it's very weird when you look at the, you know, Dable was nine seven and one. Well, yeah. It's got to rhyme with Abel, I think, to to win. No, you're twelve and five the year before. Uh, Stefanski eleven and five. Harbaugh fourteen and two. Um, who well, you has? Gotta, uh, yeah, go ahead, Brian. I was just gonna say you. The, the thing with this is like you have to improve your team. Probably you got to improve your team probably by like four games, right? At least to win this award. Mm-hmm. At least, right? So like I. If Campbell's but where did Arthur win, Smith come from to be favored, uh, co-favored? Makes here, right. well, I, like I, I think I think the thing is right. They look at that team; they're seven and ten. Look, if they can get to ten and seven and win the division, then he has a shot, right? It's the same with like the Bears, right? They were three and fourteen last year. Now, if the Bears all of a sudden can get to nine and eight, have a chance of a playoff game, right? I think you look at the Bears somewhat. I know it's different from the Eagles, but maybe you're saying Fields and Hurts. Maybe you see the same type of thing. So I. I don't know. It's it's interesting, but I think for the Lions, which Campbell, I, I do like the Lions too, and Campbell could certainly win. Should I mean they should win that division? But he's probably got to get to. They were nine and eight last year. He's right. got to get to what? They have to be like thirteen and four, right? Yeah, this year? I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, Harry, you're just better off just loading. I don't up know about that. I don't know about thirteen. Well, they got at least. I mean, you, he just you, went, you Brian, got, I just said he went from three to nine. You got to. Yeah, but he can't. He can't go to but ten. He's you got to be he's twelve. You got to at least seven. get. Yeah. You got to get at least to twelve and five. I think eleven. Right? All right, eleven. In okay. the division, eleven wins with Detroit. 
I think so. Yeah, you, well, you might have to get a, a top two or right top two or three record in the as long as you're a top two or three probably record in, in the well, NFC. Well, they're going to the NFC Championship game. So I, I you know, yeah, I but hate, that, but I hate but Harry let's, doing let's this. Remember, let's remember though, this is a regular season uh, award, yeah. right? Because David probably wouldn't have got it. The NFC I, you know, game. this. Well, guy's I know, and I'm just saying I, that's the playoffs. So, but that you guys don't matter. you guys yeah. hate this with him on the line? I hate almost everything. He has been on the Vikings forever and ever and ever. Just stay with the Vikings because we all kind of. Like the right. the line the Lions are a fun team. We don't want Harry ruining this for us. No, I know, I know. I now we have to root against the uh, Jared Goff Damn. and the Lions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good point, no, Bry. Though you like Doug Peterson, well, and I, I think I see you're probably looking at it well, as a Mike Vrabel uh, opportunity where you play in a slug division. And you're gonna rack up wins, and right. that's I mean, how look, you're gonna get it. The coach right? of the I will say the coach of the year award is maybe the dumbest award, right? Because in mm-hmm. four years, and there was a four year stretch where Arians and Rivera won it those four times straight, yeah. right? They they right. alternated years. I mean, obviously, like Andy Reid should have a chance of winning this. He never does. Shanahan, I know he came in second last year. Like if Shanahan wins 13 games again with. Well, who knows? With anybody playing quarterback, he should have a chance at winning this. But yeah, so. I mean, I think yeah, this is like with the-, the NBA when LeBron was the best player and they just had to they look to give it to somebody else. Right. Yeah, which like is, Belichick won it in 2010 and not since, you know, not that he should have right. had it in your the last best three coaches, years. But, your best yeah. coaches don't win this award. And I, and I mm-hmm. get it. But that's why I, the only reason I was looking at Peterson and his odds have dropped from 22 to one down to 15 mm-hmm. is because, look, you look at this team. Same thing with Harry. Right. With the Lions. Like I'm expecting if anybody can make a leap this year. Right. Probably Lawrence makes another leap and and, mm-hmm. and and Peterson gets them there. And maybe maybe, you know, again, maybe they are a 12 or 13 win team if everything works out perfectly for right. them in that crap division. So mm-hmm. I know in the past I gave out the Texans at plus eight fifty because I like those odds to win that division. But again, if you're looking for somebody to make that leap for potentially one of the best records in their conference, it would be them. Otherwise, yeah, then you got to start going to I mean, I I like your pick, Sal, too. But you got to start looking at those crappy teams and somebody to just make a six or seven win change, you know? Yeah, it's very strange, uh, Parley kid. And, and you go get give Salah some love here, right? You're like, what is he? 16 to one? 16 to one, Sal. Um, I, you know, I, I look, we talked about uh, sleeper division winners, mm-hmm. I think, uh, last week, uh, which I picked the Jets at plus 285 or whatever they were at the time. And I think uh, in line with that, I like Salah. If he can win that division, uh, I would have to like him at 16 to one uh, to win the coach of the year award. Like, so like so that's why I would say, like, did you think of you're on the Brown? So did you think of Stefanski? Sure, I did. I just, or is he I too want... recent or is he too recently had won this? Right. Yeah. So you're back in a way no, I just want to have I, I could pick all Browns all day long, you know, but right, it, so it's going just a little boring. different. So, yeah. And so like, I, thought, go I thought Harry could pick. Uh, you know, he's, he had mentioned uh, the, the uh, commanders. I saw, I thought maybe Ron Rivera, because if you look at those NFC East coaches, mm-hmm. you know, odds on every single one of them are brutal. And they, that was the best division in football last year. Yeah. So uh, I think that's, that's strange. I think, you know, again, though, because it's a regular season award, I think the coach of the year award should extend through the playoffs. Like I don't. Sure. Yeah, to me, like if, if the Cowboys were to win mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. I, that should certainly help a Mike McCarthy to get coach of the year, right? Because for him to get coach of right. the year, he won 12 games last year. So what you're saying is right. how, how how do you – it's almost impossible to win it this year because you won 12 games last year. I think if he keeps like, his job, he should get coach of the year. I think if somehow he doesn't get fired. It's one or the other. Now, First guy or uh, coach of the year. Yeah. And that's why I like Salah because the Jets were 7-10 and 10 last year. Mm-hmm. Just in the quarterback position, I think they're reversing that record to minimum of mm-hmm. ten and seven. They have a very good defense. They have a, they have a good running game. They have an improved receiving core. Right. Uh, I think Rodgers with Hackett uh, will give them more than obviously the Lafleur uh, Wilson combination last year. Whatever the combination was. So to me, this is a. I think the Jets are a ten, possibly an eleven win team. Eleven. Uh, and six, I, I think Salah can get this. And I think the Jets, I think that's a realistic expectation for the Jets right now mm. for this season. So seven and 10, their offense was putrid 
the no, whole I, second I know, half but of it, the it, year it, last it, year. You know he's going to have to split votes with Aaron Rodgers here. You know how that goes, right? Like, how much credit will he get at 11 and 6? I think uh, they have to okay. I think they have That's to fair. That's exceed fair. where the Bills are. <clears throat> Same with the Detroit. I think these have to be division winners. Um, I think no, I, I, that's that's possible. I mean, I, I'm thinking low end, you know, right. low end. Right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Paula Kid wants a separate award for Coach of the Year for for least f bombs, uh, which uh, coincidentally would be Todd Bowles. They're probably going to win three games, <laughs> the Buccaneers. But you won't well, hear I, a GD out of his mouth ever. Um, no, so you maybe won't. Should be. <laughs> no, you know what? And like as I say this, and I'm going to pick Sean Payton at twelve to one because I like the Broncos team. And they're over under is eight and a half. That's a team that may not have to win the division for um, for him to get it because the Chiefs are so good. You know, so if they win 10 or 11 games, I could see him. I like him to turn things around a bit. And by the way, I did not like this Broncos team a year ago. Um, they'll probably still lose to KC. You know, they've lost 15 in a row to the Chiefs, this Broncos team. Jeez. It's insanity. What? Yeah. But this defense is still top 10. Uh, they pick up Frank Clark. They have skill positions. Are, they're solid. I believe Judy and Sutton are in contract years, so that always helps. They spent a ton on the offensive line. I think $135 million, and they had to because Russell Wilson, as bad as he was, he didn't really have a shot back there. He was sacked 55 times, which is the most in his career. Uh, he's going to get a lot of praise, Sean Payton. He already is. So I think at 12-1, to 1, you get a nice value in uh, Payton. So, um what else do we want to say? I did want to look at these, Brian. Like, it's weird the way they stack these odds. Like, I mentioned Todd Bowles. He's last at 50 to 1. And yeah. then Ron Rivera, 40 to 1. So it's the teams right. that don't have a chance with the team mixed up with the with the coaches who are already on great teams. So, like, Andy Reid is 40 to 1, right? right? Because his team's too good. Sean McDermott, 35 to 1, because his team's too good. Uh, and then you have... Kevin O'Connell's 40 to one because yeah. there's no way they're going to get past that with the point differential, like what happened with last year. So it's True. a weird mix at the bottom. It's the, it's between the, weird, the haves it's, and the have nots. Yeah. It's the most weird award like, <coughs> odds wise. It's the thing that just doesn't make sense. Right. If you look right. at that, like it just yeah. doesn't make sense. I mean, the fact that Andy Reed again, or if Andy Reed's such a great coach, <laughs> such <laughs> a great coach. Right. What's he supposed to do? Oh, Super Bowl? Man. What could he do? What do you want him to do? Such a great coach. He should be two to one to win, three to one to win coach of the year. Like, well, get, look, the, such a great coach. Everyone said, look, the thing with Andy Reid. I feel like coach's goal is to win the Super Bowl, um, not win this award, this arbitrary award. But Harry, maybe you have other information. Uh, <laughs> look, and I, and I think, look, Mahomes probably, you know, he may be the best quarterback of all time, right? By yeah. the time we all said and done, but Andy Reid wins with anybody. Like you could. You could give him anybody this year, and they're still going to win. They would win nine, ten games I think with, so any, right. with any quarterback, which is ama- so which is amazing. I don't, I don't know about that. Well, uh, I don't. Well, I don't. I mean, look, he's he won with. I just don't. Wh- wh- I think he why? could turn things around. Why? I don't know how many times Harry's going to have to get slammed before he uh, acknowledges. <laughs> I might. Andy I might have to get slammed, but. Mahomes yeah. is Mahomes. Well, I know, but I, look, that's right. why you're winning Super Bowls with that's Brian. You, Brian, you have Mahomes on your team. You could win six games as a head coach. Well, Harry, he, he didn't but, have Mahomes, and he had Alex Smith, who I don't think you were in love with, and he still would make the playoffs. You know, like this is not this is not a terrible right. team. He got he got by with yeah. With he Alex got by Smith, with he also lost a 21 point lead at home <laughs> in the playoffs to Tennessee. So he got by okay. with Chad Henney. I'm just saying, in terms of winning games, like overall, it's just like you know, again, this is just a guy we give no. And I think the same thing right. with Sh- again with Shanahan, right? Yeah, if he, he could have Darnold, it doesn't. It almost doesn't matter who his quarterback is. I'll take Shanahan is. over Reed any day. Right. You can't say just saying that's taken by just, at least uh, Harry and um, who else said it? And Salah. And Salah. Robert Salah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's the only words out of his mouth. Much, didn't swear. much better yeah. looking bald man. Though. <laughs> um, He's but, well, got a great head. So speaking of these coaches, there's not. So we're, those are our. We did it, guys. We did our first uh, real futures bet. I think we did. Um, but Ron Rivera. Now, with this situation in Washington, now this is your team. We we picked worst to first teams, right? Um, the other day. And this is Harry's yeah. team, Washington. He thinks has the best shot, or that's his pick to go worst to first. Um, I think he's the best selection for first coach fired. And he already apologized for indicating that the new offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, is too demanding on players. Um, 
I, I don't mind him being demanding at all when their offense hasn't been better than 20th in the last six years. Um, but Harry, what you have them going worse to first? I don't think this is good already turmoil in the clubhouse. Yeah, that's true. No doubt about it. But again, it's not like they won three or four games last year. They won eight. And mm-hmm. I think maybe Sal, I, I, I agree with you. I, I like Cleveland to make a, a, a big move this year, but if they don't, Stefanski won play a uh, coach of the year, a couple of years back. If they're really bad this year with Watson back at the helm, mm. he might be fired. Okay. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think he's got a little bit more of a leash than Ron Rivera. Uh, Parley kid. What about this? Just this coach blaming and now him apologizing and backing off. I, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I mean, I, what's the, the culture I, I would think that Rivera is kind of like, I always got the impression of him being kind of a no nonsense coach. That's um, what I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that they, they would have bought coaches in like the enemy to, change the culture there a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, to bring a winning call. I mean, I would assume that's an interesting thing that, 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 that's, that, that happened there. I don't like it. Uh, and this poor B enemy. Uh, I mean, first of all, he doesn't get a head coaching job in forever. Right. And now he comes over and he like, you know, he's a little louder than every other coach and everyone's like, Oh, come on. I don't like his approach. You know, I, really yeah. Weird. How is that? Look, we just said it, right? Like this is football. Yeah. Right. Like we were just talking about that. Like what's what's too much on these guys? I get it that there's certain things you can't even do in training camp anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not like you you can't even really abuse these guys too much in training camp. So what's what could be the issue here that he's yelling at them a little too much? Well, you know, I don't understand this anymore. I don't either. The funniest thing about this is like I I. I could totally see Rivera being like Parley Kid in terms of like a very much like he's an old school coach, but I don't see him using language a lot, too. Mm. And I could see Biennemi going nuts. Maybe that's what it is. He's cursing too much. Yeah, I could see that, though. Well, then, should, you know what? Get get oh. Biennemi out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe there should be a rule. You can't exceed so much. I mean, you can't gamble on games and no swearing, for God's sakes, in August. Um, maybe that should be the... <laughs> Sal, if Darren swore a little bit more, maybe he'd have a championship under his belt. Go one. Go one. <laughs> no. like, Darren, how many of your middle school teams were undefeated the last decade? Uh, I mean, All of them? I, I had a run of... What was that uh, track and field record? I, I, the, uh, track team's always been pretty solid. Now that I'm taking okay. over a lot mm. of it, it's probably not going to be. But um, <laughs> that being said, I did have... And Mikey Meatballs was part of it. We, ne- we went years without losing games. Really? Years See without that? losing games. Uh, he, it, it was just didn't matter. It was let's like, uh, let's stick you in Dallas <laughs> because more clips come out where Dak uh, he threw two <laughs> more interceptions in practice. Trayvon Diggs and Diggs celebrates. I mean, it's like a minute long celebration when he does this, which I think is weird because you Ooh. need Dak Prescott to put you in the end zone to win games. Trayvon, we're not going to win on your interceptions. We're not going to win nine six games. So this is your meal ticket. Dak needs confidence. Why are you doing a sprint around the stadium there and uh, and taunting? Like I, I, this is, I'm trying to think of what to, com- to compare it to. Like a trainer knocking down his boxer, preparing for the title fight, and then just um, running around the ring saying, "I told you, I told you so." I don't know. I don't like it at all. But I don't either, Sal. I I think one. I love digs. I love digs, and mm-hmm. I do think it's good to have competition, offense versus defense competition in practice. I think that's great. It's only going to make Dak better. Uh, but again, I'll restate this. I would assume advantage to the defense. Yeah. Uh, based uh, just on offensive alignments, they know what's kind of going on. I mean, I don't like the practice here. So I don't even like in a real game when the defense gets a turnover and the whole team runs to the end zone. And poses like I don't. Oh, well, that's a whole different even, day. Yeah, I, I hate that. I don't yeah. even like hate that it. in a game, let alone practice. But at least you're not so, showing so, up another teammate when you're doing that. Well, I mean, this, just, this, just knock the ball tr- down, Diggs. We get this, it. You know how to catch. Where are you going? No one's catching. Yeah, but teams you. do that when they're down fourteen three in a game, and they still do it, which is real dumb. I know. I agree huh? with that. So I, I don't like it. Then I, I especially don't like doing it against your own teammates. Pick the ball off, right. bring it back, throw it back, huddle back up. That's it should be mm. over with. It's a strange, it's a strange dynamic, but 
I don't know. There are a lot of positives supposedly coming out of that Cowboys camp. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'll let it be what it is. I mean, Prescott's saying this offense is the way it's designed is fantastic. What are they called? Texas Coast? Yeah. Yep. Texas Coast offense. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I like it, too. I just think someone needs to sit down with Trayvon Diggs and explain to him about the Crows and the Eagles. And then it will make sense. <laughs> then it all make hey, sense to him. Just Trayvon, do it in the real games. Then That's I don't right. care. There's you, a good can't chance. Have, you can't have one pick this year or get wrote to Burt. Right. Uh, you got to be you got to be the best. Be the best, which yeah. I think he is a top. I think personally he is the top. What you got, Bry? Oh, mm-hmm. no, I was just going to say there's a good chance Trayvon Diggs doesn't know who Dak Prescott is. is <laughs> He's not a historian. Uh, yeah. Uh, his might, son knows who he is, he, though. He might be, might be in it for himself. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Yeah. Well, I'm getting it. Are you guys get, I'm getting so excited, though, for the football season. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, feel like, yeah, I say this every year, but I feel like I'm getting more excited this year than I have in the last two or three years, even yeah. though I think the Raiders might win. Four games, but I've done a lot of research. I've done. I know I'm all in on this. I know when well, you know when the Mets bow out and trade their whole roster for for junk or whatever junk right now. Um, it makes it so much easier to focus on football. But anyway, let's take a quick break and we'll give you our baseball picks. We'll be right back. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words: Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesar's can offer: hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app; it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so this is Wednesday morning. Uh, last night, Yankees beat the White Sox 7-1. Whoa, thrashing of Megan Connolly's squad there. Aaron Judge, home run. Yankees are back, Parley kid. Four and a half back, actually, of the wild card. 48 games left and 5-1 to one odds to make the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll have a better sense in like two weeks, I think, if they can actually make a run oh, at this. Yeah. But I mean, last night is what you want to see, right? Yeah. You know, they did strike out 17 times. So the Yankees in that game last yeah. night, isn't that crazy? Uh, Nuts. They've been drawing more walks than usual. Um, maybe some things are starting to come together a little bit for them. Having judge in that lineup is a huge difference. Uh, if he doesn't get hurt, they're probably you know, at worst, like right in that uh, the last playoff spot right now, he Mm. makes, for some reason, he makes that big of a difference to this team. I mean, I shouldn't say for some reason. Obviously, he's the second best player in baseball, uh, most likely behind Otani. I I should, I should, let me retract that. Yeah, no, there are are some guys that are comparable, but especially this year, (laughs) but I I think Judge, right? Judge, when you say he's the second best after Otani, 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I would I don't say know anymore. I, I don't know. Some National say. League guys. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, if you don't yeah. include the National League at all, I guess maybe. <laughs> yeah, so, but, uh, but there is another. But league. he does make that with him in the lineup. They could make a run. But now as he's coming back, their pitching is kind of falling apart a little bit. But Nesta Cortez is back. Hopefully, he gets it together. But when you got to trot Severino out there every fifth day, uh, that's it's not looking good. So, I think they win sixty percent of their games when Judge is in the lineup, which I'm not sure will be enough to get them to the top. I think there that would one top be three very wild close. cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we did. We're a couple days removed from this, but Aaron Boone uh, now says he was embarrassed by his post ejection antics the other day. I, I, I liked it. It was like old school managing. Um, mm-hmm. Who was it? it? Was Laz Diaz was the umpire. He hated the ball strike calls, which is really the only thing you could argue about nowadays because everything else goes to replay pretty much and actually imitated Laz Diaz's strike three call. uh, First, illustrating that a pitch was way outside by drawing it in the dirt. It was great. Um, did you enjoy that, right. Brian? I mean, I know you guys are down on Aaron Boone in the interviews and stuff, but look, this stuff I, is fun. I, normally, I would say I like that stuff. And look, Las Diaz was awful. I mean, they've had some horrific umpires mm. recently. It's only you just got to go to the robots at this point in time. But but I would say for Boone, I, this it 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 doesn't mean anything to me anymore because this is what this guy does. I mean, he he backs his players so much. He mm. never gets on his players, right? It's always it seems like it's always something else, or it's the right. umpire's fault. And look, I I could you could say yeah, that's great, but look, I, I heard a stat two days ago that said Boone's been th- ejected thirty two times out of like eight hundred games, which to me seems like an insane amount, right? I mean, maybe it's mm. not that much, but you're averaging mm-hmm. like six. You know, you're getting ejected like six times a season. So but right. at that point, look, why don't you if if you rip the players one time to the press, then I would have a little bit more respect for for this stuff. But I I mean, I get why he did it, because the umpires are so bad. But I'm 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 even getting a little tired of it. This last Diaz, um, the scorecard showed that 17 of his called 50 strikes were actually balls. Yeah. It's and awful. yeah, I think they do have to. I, I don't know, because it's weird to me. There is something cool about well he's calling everything high or he's calling everything low or he's calling everything that's just inside off the corner it's like yeah that's a strike to one umpire that's a ball to another the ballparks have different dimensions should the should the ball strike be different or do we go to the is it just cut and dry like no that's a strike and he's calling it a ball that ball is inbounds in uh on the court in tennis and they're calling it out let's just Call a strike a strike, well, and a ball a ball. I don't know, Harry. Where do you where do you say? No, I agree, Sal. I hear you, but I, I, I saw those uh, the replays of those calls. Okay, you're right. Ball's low, and it's calling a ball every time. That's mm-hmm. one thing. But so many times the balls were in the same place, and some were balls, some were strikes. Right. Now is law, but for the antics alone, because I'm impartial in terms of the you know I don't I don't care about the Yankees or whatever. I thought it was great too, Sal. I thought it was Earl Weaverish. Yeah. Uh, to an extent, and just making the strike call of his, just oh, mocking him was fantastic. Yeah. That was great. That's, yeah. that's one so for the season. <laughs> I liked it too. I yeah. liked it too. Um, I don't know what to do about the. I don't know if these umps should get in trouble or what. Babyface, you think yeah. they should get in trouble for uh, making bad calls? There needs, yeah, there has to be a punishment. What do these guys care? There, other than. Uh, just being told after the fact that they were, they had the wrong calls there, there should be some sort of embarrassment or like they have to wear a patch on. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. You know, it the, wasn't as good as my strike call, but still it was pretty good. That's the the thing. Harry, thing. Harry would call strikes in, in softball or little league baseball just to be able to do his call. Like balls a half outside. Love rigging up people. Do it. Yeah. Do it, Harry. Up. Do it for us, Harry. Let's see it. Go ahead. Well, there they they should be forced to do that. They should umpires. They have to do a ridiculous. Yes, yeah, I think call. they are. Aaron Boone would what, have a field day with that. Aaron. What's what what's great about Aaron Boone is though, and all of his ejections. When he gets ejected, he doesn't curse. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> That's what's great. Really. Never curses. It's hard for me during to hear his ejection. So yeah, it's yeah. amazing how he does it. Wow. But, nah. Now, honestly, I feel like it's disingenuous a little bit from Boone. He's like, I got to do something. Right, As right, a manager right. here, mm-hmm. I, I'm known to really not do anything. 
So well, who likes me, it? Like, I bet all the players like it, or do you think they're rolling I, their eyes? Like, I uh, think it's starting to get a little bit of an eye roll. I really? think it's getting to be a little bit of like, here we go. Mm-hmm. I think from some of the guys, like maybe like a Garrett Cole or right. somebody like that, that kind of knows what's going on because, uh, and the uh, the crazy thing about it, Diaz was terrible, but the I think the strike call that he actually got thrown out on on Volpe. When you watch the pitch, it seemed like it was so far outside, mm-hmm. but it was in the box. It actually was a strike. Yeah. Like, right, I can't right. believe it. Like you watch that pitch. The yeah. guy swore the catcher had to turn his whole body to catch it. Right. And even David Cohn said it was a strike in the, mm-hmm. that it technically was a strike, but it did seem to be. So if you're watching from the bench, you have to be like, that thing was four feet outside. I would assume before Boone goes out and argues that somebody's in his ear saying that was a strike. That's right? it. Like this, the, yeah. You would think. I think that was the last straw, that, that's though, what with him. To happen. Uh, yeah. And also, I think, like, the umpire, you can't blame him too much. Like, Volpe's such a lousy hitter that, you know, if it's going <laughs> to, he's like, okay, he's got a bad eye, so that's a strike. You know, oh, that's, that's what you're going to do. I mean, I don't know what what, what Greg Maddox has looked like uh, oh, as I a know. pitcher without getting that. <laughs> foot call outside. I, nothing against sure. uh, Greg Maddox is an all-time great, but mm. boy, oh boy, remember those those days where those guys would get like a foot off the plate? Right. Darren. Especially on the outside corner. Oh, yeah. Well, having too, Darren. Yeah. Well, oh, those guys were masters <laughs> until, of it, but they took advantage to the of it. Right. They took advantage of it. it <laughs> I, I do want to, huh? you know, I, I get on, uh, we're going to criticize officiating for as long as we're watching sports, but I feel like I'm a little bit lenient, a little more lenient than the next guy, certainly more than any spaghetti. But to give an example, they had this fill-in ump, right? The other day, it was, this was yesterday, right? It was the first game of the double oh, header national Phillies. And he got three, he was a first base umpire. He got three calls overturned <laughs> and they weren't even really close. I mean, that second one was ridiculous, Brian. I think, I feel like, all right, this is what you could get. This isn't the average person going out there. This is still a skilled umpire who happens to be a fill-in. So Let's remember that they do get most of these right. I know people think they should get all of them right, but it's just not possible. Everything's bang. Certainly every pitch is bang, bang. Every play at first is bang, bang, and they still get these wrong. So I don't know. Well, uh, well you, I, but you, that was interesting you watch, to see. You watch this guy will be a permanent. He'll be a permanent. Uh, um, oh, yeah. yeah he'll yeah, be a permanent go in a year or two. Yep. He'll be so right. aren't they in the minor leagues experimenting uh, with uh, the batter having yeah. one challenge per at bat, right? That's what the I The batter thought. gets one challenge per at bat on a strike call. I think that's a great idea mm-hmm. because I I think you still need the human element in the umpiring game. I mean, what Mikey Meatballs, uh, one of his college roommates, are working his way up the rank. Vin- Vincenzo Mariani is an umpire, mm-hmm. and I would hate to see somebody like that just cast aside right. for a robot. Um, that being said, like I think the hitters should. I think it would be great strategy. Like, do I want to argue this ball, this first strike call? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to wait till I have two strikes on me to possibly challenge Yeah, a but call? it's got to be kind I, of immediate, right? No, like, I, you, I agree. You can't, I, think they, I think in the minors, it has to be immediate. And let's face it, I think that it can be very immediate, the result back for the call. Right. I think. Yeah, yeah it was quick. Oh, that it. part is for sure. Yeah, I but you can't, take ten, you can't take 10 seconds to decide no, if you're going to challenge it. No, it be immediate. It. Like, yeah. I want it. Yeah, but like you would have to have that strategy in your head, right? Like, right. Yeah. You'd have to have that strategy. Like, oh, oh, one, do I want to just let that one go? But now mm-hmm. I'm putting myself in an oh, one count rather than a one, oh, count. Like, what's, right. I think that would be an excellent strategy to implement yeah, in, in yeah. baseball. I think it would be a fun thing and you could still keep the human element of an umpire. I don't as mind well. that. I don't mind that. I'm sure it'll work out. Uh, all right, let's do our plays of the day here. Still all baseball. We have to do it. I'm going Astros plus 105 against these Orioles. Astros are back, Bry. I know we have them to win that division. Uh, they took three of the last four. I think they hit seven runs in all of those wins. I think they got up to seven runs scored in all three. Uh, I'm going to predict that that game and combined with the nonsense with the Orioles announcer is the turning point for Baltimore season. They blew a massive lead last night. They have Christian Javier, the Astros do. He shut down the O's bats last year. They have a 5-2 and two record, the Astros, with Javier on the hill as an underdog. They're 22, and here comes a Harry stat, 22-11 and 11 against the Orioles when coming off a win. I think that goes back to the Cal Ripken Jr. days. But uh, they got to the closer last night. They're going to continue their winning ways, the Astros, to keep pace with the 
Texas 6-5 final. Give me the Astros. Brian, what you got? Yeah, I'm going to go to a player prop. I'm going to go to Freddie Freeman. I was actually surprised this is so low, but over one and a half total bases is minus minus 121. And look, Acuna, right? We've said for for a while now, right, the MVP of the NL, but Freddie Freeman just Mm. not getting enough respect in terms of he's sitting right now at (laughs) 7-1 odds for MVP. Look at his numbers. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> he's got seven hits in his last three games, but he's twenty in his last nine. He's twenty for his last thirty-eight. He's been babyface is loving this. Babyface yeah, is loving this because we had a little bit of an argument over uh, text yesterday because he put in the outline that the uh, MVP race is heating up in the National League. I'm like, don't say it's heating up. Acuna's minus fifteen hundred. <laughs> Freeman's plus seven hundred now, and he's like, no, it's he's like, all right. What'd you say, Babyface? That the that's the last time I trust the the New LA Times, right? Well, I I, I canceled my subscription to the LA Times for this, but yes. Good. But I just said he's closing the gap, and with a hot August, uh, you know, we we could have a little bit more of a race. But I'll let these guys do the talking for me. This is I I I feel like they might be on my side. Here. He showed me and the hard the article, but and it actually said the the MVP race is heating up. So well, listen, it, it is early, I guess. So if you want to take a chance, Freeman is sticking his bat out and getting doubles. I don't know if you watch these games, <laughs> but it's unbelievable how he's getting on base. Like it's it crazy. Is, it, yeah, I mean, it is pretty amazing. Look, a great look, hitter. When the thing with the coon, I mean, look, if you're hitting 340 in today's baseball, it's amazing. Acuna is doing the same thing too. And look, right. five games better. I think they're about five, four, five yeah. games better than the Dodgers. So like, you know, if they have the best record. He's been phenomenal. I think the thing that's weird with Acuna is, I mean, this guy's going to have 35 home runs and 80 stolen bases potentially, yeah, right? Like, insanity. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very possible. But like Freeman's numbers are insane recently. Uh, he had a, phen- a phenomenal June, July. Uh, in May, actually, wait, he had a phenomenal July, August, I should say. But May, too. He, May, he batted 400. Right. So right, right, right. again, I mean, he could very easily get a double home run, but there's just as good a chance he can get two hits in this game, which I think sure. is also like plus 150. But I, I right. love it for Freeman. He's just been red hot. I'll check the LA Times, see if they agree with you. I mean, that's <laughs> it. No, uh, uh, listen, I think any baseball fan that doesn't have a horse in the race would be disappointed if it's not Dodgers Braves at the end in the NL, right? Like that's mm-hmm. going to be. That's going to be fun. It's two teams of dynamite right now. All right, Parley Kid, yeah. you're going the other way. Acuna, yeah, well, that's he, why is he playing? I think he got hit by a pitch yesterday, right? Um, well, he's listed as uh, okay. plus 440 that home run. Maybe that's yeah. why uh, because of that. Um, but here's what the way I look at it. Now, maybe you could look at this for me, Sal, because I was first like, you know what? Maybe I'll roll with Judge. Could you tell me what Judge is right now to hit a home run tomorrow? If you could quickly look that up. Tomorrow? Uh, and oh, my, today? I yeah. mean, today, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my my apologies to Acuna because he probably is better than Judge at this point. So, yeah, of course. Uh, and my Freeman. Apologies. Come on. Uh, well, no, no, so, I don't know about Freeman, but. Why is Judge <laughs> minus 135 to hit home There run? you go. See, this there is you like, go. Like, on. I'm like, wait, he's no. minus one. I looked that up and he was no. minus 135. And I was like, am, am I getting the wrong info? <laughs> I, know. I had to ask you to look that up because I it doesn't. How is Come this on, even guys. possible? Come and it's on. minus 135. He was plus run. 150 the other, other day. He hadn't hit one in and forever. And I was like, so that's, that's why that's, I yeah. went to Acuna at right, plus 440 because I'm like, the, the, and, and Acuna is facing a pitcher on the Pirates named Quinn Priester, who's yeah. pitching to a tune of almost a nine ERA at mm-hmm. this point. Uh, and he's a righty. Acuna lights up righties. He's hitting 342 against righties. He's got 21 home runs against righties. He's had. 12 hits in his last six games. Mm-hmm. He, uh, and in his last game, he has hit a home. He's coming off a game with a, with a home run here, too. Acuna plus 440, providing he's in that starting lineup tonight. I yeah. think it's great value compared to these other sluggers who I got to mm-hmm. look at it sitting at minus 135 to hit a home run. Right. And it's if he's ridiculous. not playing, it's good value, too, because you get your money back. I mean, when was the last that's time it. we got our money back on a, on a bet? That's, yeah, that's so. a, exactly. It's a, this is this is looking good. All right, Harry, you're all over these Braves, too, but you're putting it uh, with some tennis, I think. Yeah, uh, it's going to play. This parlay is going to play. It's going to pay plus 138. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Braves minus one and a half. Uh, over Pittsburgh, Darren, uh, you stole a little bit of my thunder there about Quinn Priester. Uh, the Did he say starter. just saying? Did he say, I didn't think I heard. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, almost nine. 
but I'm going to go more than that. I like Max Freed back. It's it's second start since May. Uh, He went six innings versus the Cubs on the 4th of August, three hits, zero runs. So I'm going to take the Braves minus one and a half. And I'm going to take in a battle of the Italians in Toronto in the Canadian open. Yannick Sinner minus 200 over Matteo Berrettini. Sinner is younger and better on hard court, six titles career and a plus 66 win loss ratio on the hard court where Bertini just plus 17 on the plus and the win uh when my loss ratio with zero titles on the hard court mm. so at plus 138 it's my two teamer i had a nice winner on monday with the twins minus one and a half and sal also i'm in chicago for spring scene again mm-hmm. and i met a fan in the a fan of ours who loves us a guy named will let Parlay Kids speak to him today. I want to give a shout out, Will. Let's have a good time for yeah, Will. spring. Yeah, Will. Nice. Would you put Parlay Kid on the phone to talk to this guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. He, did, he, uh, did he swear, Parlay Kid? He's like, oh, you he guys did are not. the he was best. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Well, he said we were the best. Okay. So we were the best. And with adding the F word, that would not have made it any better. That's we were true. still the best, right? That's so that's true. that's my point. So there he said go. we were the best. He said, we're the best podcast there is around. Will, thank you very much. He was a gentleman. Uh, Yeah. I love it. He seems like he's about two feet taller than Harry as well. Is that right? Judging by the the picture. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So 511. everywhere. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Listen, let's take a break. Good job by you, Will. Uh, Keep listening. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so we got a lot of stuff coming. I'm, I'm going to be honest. We're not going to be talking a ton of baseball after Friday's show. I'm thinking about it. I mean, of course, when the playoffs are near, but I think at the end of September maybe. But I'd say from August 15th to September 30th, very little base. I, I take it back because we're going to have to do our plays of the day. But other than that, we're not going to care as much about umpire ball strikes, announcers getting suspended, all that filler crap. But so get excited. We got college previews coming up uh, next week. What else? And we have summer school with the parlay kid. Speaking of filler. No, uh, cousin Sal against the odds <laughs> at Gmail. Cousin Sal against the odds at gmail.com. Parlay kid, teacher, health teacher. He's done it all. For like three decades, three decades or more decades. I guess it'd be well, four I'm, decades. I'm, I'm entering my fourth decade. Wow, yeah. this is great. This is like mini Minosa territory here. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Harley <laughs> kid, a cousin, cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. If you have any question, health related, not health related. We got a note from Adam Billingsley from Mount Vernon, New York. Parley Kidd, nice. as, an ed- as an educator and health teacher of more than 30 years, you have truly made a difference in so many of your students' lives. I don't know how he knows that. But uh, my question for you is, as you watch your friend Harry deteriorate physically, <laughs> oh, no. what advice can you give him in terms of bettering his overall health? And part two, <laughs> since he will likely ignore you, are you confident that his last WNBA play of the year will, in fact, be his <laughs> last WNBA play of the year? Oh. Love you guys. Love you guys. Keep uh, up the good words. Oh, Adam Billingsley. Wow. That's um, I, I don't think I need that. I think that email just says I don't even think I really need to respond to that. You yeah, do? I don't um, think so either. I think the look, Harry has shown that when there's an incentive right. to get himself in shape, and, and, and he, living longer is not that incentive. It has to be money. Not, yes. yes. And, you know, we talked Fair. about we talked about the uh, Aaron Rodgers honeymoon phase. Like, how long mm. does a honey honeymoon phase last? Because being that Harry has only seen Angie probably about a total of mm. two weeks uh, of his whole sixteen months of being married, are they still right. in the honeymoon phase? Is that <laughs> is he still technically? In the honeymoon phase. I think he's in a honeymoon wife. phase, but in a different relationship that we can't talk about. Not not another <laughs> well, woman, but just a friendship. Well, a does happen, Darren, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> oh, uh, that's it. 
But look, I look when 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 it was fifty two hundred dollars on the table. Right. Harry to lose 5,200 5, pounds. reasons for incentive. That's right. And boy, mm-hmm. oh boy, did he get at it. So I think just the answer to that is he needs to have some type of incentive instead of whatever it is. Some people need incentives rather than just like, right. oh, I want to live a long, productive life. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, maybe that, that could be incentive enough. Harry's incentive always comes down to one thing. Money. money. That's right. it. It's money. Money talks for Harry. So Keep cashing. Maybe, money that may, I'll eventually blow. Maybe, maybe our fans could start up a GoFundMe for Harry to lose some weight mm-hmm. and um, it can build. And, uh, you know, if Harry gets down to a certain weight, he collects the money and lives a better life. Harry, would you do that? Or are you like, you're just like comfortable, um, you know, oh, I could falling do in three inches of uh, ocean water? I'm down. You are? Okay. All right. Me and, All right. Me and, me and Robert Sala are just saying. Uh, well thanks adam i don't know if that answered your question but we got harry and uh that's it he needs he needs money to lose weight that's the parlay kids uh, advice as a health teacher uh baby face are you satisfied with that i am not i I don't like these uh personal attacks from fans at harry i think he looks great but i i do think if we set up a video poker machine to a treadmill that might, you know, there's sure. Homer, Homer Simpson esque right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cousins nice idea, against the odds at gmail.com. So we'll be back later in the week talking more baseball, more football. We're getting there, guys. College football. I don't know what the conferences will look like by Monday, but we're going to have a pre, a full preview on the SEC and the Big Ten. And that's going to wrap it up for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.